0: Hi,
1: this is Laura Lee Griffin,
0: and this is Nikki May with the Stardust Society, inspiring you to stop getting in your own way and start building an art biz and life that you love.
1: We are artists who believe strongly in the power of community, accountability, following your intuition, taking small, actionable steps, and breaking down the barriers of fear and procrastination that keep you stuck.
0: Follow along with us on our creative business journey as we encourage you on yours. So Nikki,
1: what are we talking about today?
0: Well, Laura, last week we started our print on demand series with an intro to the concept and the types of print on demand that you can do. And we're going to leave everybody with a cliffhanger on that topic for now. And this week we're going to get more personal and do a studio and life update for each of us.
1: Yeah, we want to share the latest projects we're working on and talk about some of the things we've committed to doing in the past. And what we did instead. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, we fulfilled a good number of our commitments. And at least I know you fulfilled your bourbon quota for the year, I think back in June.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And several other people's quotas. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously... Laura, I feel like that's how you start every sentence after I say something. Either either that or let's get back on
1: topic. <laughs> True. I've got to reel you in sometimes, but you know I love you. But seriously, let's get back on topic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first, why don't we talk about some of the commitments that we've made in past episodes and where we're at with them? Do we have to? <laughs> it's
0: truth telling time. <laughs> All right. So one of the biggest things that I think we both committed to doing this year that we maybe didn't quite finish was the 100 day project. Yep. Um, Yeah. I mean, we both we both have gone. Well, I know that I have gone on and on about how much I love these challenges. And I've done 30 day challenges and 100 day challenges and 365 day challenges. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. But this year I thought that I was going to be um, super ambitious and I was going to commit to two hundred day challenges consecutively. Consecutively? Is that the right word? I think at the same time you're yes, going to do that. At the them. same time. Yeah, yeah. At the same time. Simultaneously. Simultaneously. Yeah. Um, so, OK, so I was going to do. We've been talking a lot about submissions and submitting our work, putting it out there. So I was going to do a hundred days of submissions. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I was also going to do a hundred days of creating something, whether it was a drawing, a painting, collage on these little watercolor cards that I have. Right. And how'd that go? (laughs) I did a, a handful of each. Okay, And I don't know about your hands, but mine are not big enough to hold 100.
1: (laughs) What about you? Okay, so I committed to doing a 100-day project for hand lettering, because that's something Uh I really want to get better at, especially with greeting card designs. I know how important it is. Um, So I did start that. Right. (laughs) And how did that go for you? Um, Well, I'm on day 14. So... (laughs)
0: Yes. and wait wait, and when did that start? January?
1: We're not counting, we're not <laughs> counting, but I am on day fourteen, and it's not over yet, so I'm still planning on eventually finishing my hundred day project and getting back into it, but I have been a little bit distracted.
0: uh, yeah, <laughs> okay, so um, so we didn't fulfill those commitments, but we have not given up because. They're all still things that we want to do. So whether we do it in a year or we do it next year or we just keep trying to fit it in, we're going to commit to doing more of those things.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there are a few other things we committed to. So one was um, related to our phones. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. We talked specifically about in our morning and evening routines, how it's so easy to get sucked in by our phones. And so our goal was to sort of limit that exposure so that we can have less like frazzled time in the morning and the evenings. Right. Nikki, how's that gone for you?
0: Well, I believe that we both committed to not taking our phones to bed with us. And I did that exactly zero nights. (laughs) How about you, Laura? I believe you said you were going to um, leave your phone in the bathroom where you could still hear the alarm, but it wasn't
1: right next to you. I was going to. And then um, we're going to talk about life updates later. But then there was a reason for me to have to be up at a certain time every morning. Mm -hmm. So I really needed to have that alarm right next to me. Because there's no other alarms in the world except for on your phone. (laughs) Well, that's the convenient one. Uh (laughs) So maybe I need to substitute it. But here's what I will say. I'll buy you an alarm clock. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here's what I will say. So I may be using my phone, but what I have discovered is that Instagram has this really cool functionality like way buried inside of the app because they kind of don't want you to know about it. And what it does is it will monitor the time that you spend on Instagram and it will notify you if you hit your quota for the day. So it's um, the one I have. I have it set up for 30 minutes. And so when I hit 30 minutes, it pops up and it says, hey, you've hit your 30 minute quota for the day. And it's not going to kick you out of the app because, you know, they don't <laughs> want to do that. It doesn't really want you to leave. <laughs> it doesn't really want you to leave. But um, I have been using that so that when I hit that quota, I'm like, oh, OK, it's time to shut down. Otherwise, I might be scrolling. OK, forever. wait, wait, wait,
0: wait. How many times do you actually stop when you get that?
1: Um occasionally. I would say I actually stop shortly after. So it's not like <laughs> I get sucked down the rabbit hole. Like I don't immediately go, oh my gosh, I hit my quote, I'm getting out of the app. Yeah. But usually um just like a minute or so after that, no, I will good. get out. So it, it is helpful to me. Okay. And there are other apps that monitor all of your your, I don't know, your usage of different mm-hmm. apps on your phone, but I find that it, it already exists in Instagram. So you might as well use that one. And- well, I didn't know they had that, first of all. Yeah. And
0: second of all, one of my special skills is ignoring notifications. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I could easily set that and ignore it. Is that why you ignore my text, Nikki? I don't ignore your texts. It's only,
1: <laughs> only your phone calls. Oh, that's true. That's true. (laughs) For all of our listeners, Nikki does not like talking on the phone. Don't call me. But she likes talking into microphones. So I do. I do. (laughs) (laughs) One of the mysteries of the universe. There are many. Yes. So phones, we haven't done the best on that. I do still use it as an alarm, but I have tried to limit my exposure by doing things like having the little timer on there. So what else have you committed to doing this year, Laura? I did commit to sharing my face a little more on Instagram, which I am working on. I'm actually going to be um, launching a product soon. So I plan on doing some video um, footage for that. I committed to
0: liking your posts every time you showed your (laughs) face. So I I think maybe I had to like one or two posts.
1: (laughs) I'm going to try to do more than that. And I will still commit to liking them all. (laughs) But first, I want to point out something super huge that just happened in the last month. Okay. Okay. So, Instagram now has gotten rid of the swipe up function and that 10,000 follower limit in order to put a link in your stories. This is huge, guys. This is huge.
0: Yeah, so I'm so thrilled about that. Like that was the most annoying thing about Instagram was that you you couldn't link
1: to anything in your stories until you had 10,000 followers. Yeah, so now there's a sticker function. So if you go to stickers in your stories and search for link, there's a sticker where you can input any web address that you want and you can just show that on your page and have a direct link. So it's absolutely perfect. Yeah, that's amazing for entrepreneurs and and startups to use.
0: Absolutely. It's the best it's the best thing Instagram's done in a really long time. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So, I think you committed to a couple other things.
1: Yeah, so I committed to sending my artwork to a greeting card company, mm-hmm. a manufacturing company which I did and was added to their designer list for design briefs. Okay. Um, so I am currently working on submissions for their current design brief. So I'm excited about that. Awesome. And, you know, I'm kind of sensing a theme here, Nikki, like I'm <laughs> committing to all these things and you're not committing to like anything. What's up with that? Um. Well, one of the things I've committed to is not over committing <laughs>
0: So on that commitment, I'm doing great.
1: (laughs) Um, Oh, another thing I committed to was creating my first online class. Uh, That's a big one. That was huge. And back in March, I released my very first Skillshare class, which was all about Copic Marker Essentials, because I've been teaching Copic Marker coloring classes for the last like 11 years. Awesome. Yeah. So I got that that out there in the world.
0: And you committed to doing your first Skillshare class, but now the year's not even over. And I believe you may have released a second one.
1: (gasps) I have. Ah, oh, yeah. I know, yay! <laughs> um, yes, so just, I guess it's only been, what, a, a week or so? A week, yeah. Um, I introduced my new Mindful Mandalas and Procreate class, my first digital art class, which was super fun and challenging at the same time to create. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll talk a little bit more about challenges in a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so... Some of the things that we thought we would do, we haven't. Right. But we've both done some other really amazing things this year. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, I don't know, 51 episodes of this podcast. Holy camoli! 51
1: (laughs) episodes. That's amazing. Holy what? Camoli. What's a (laughs) camoli? I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> holy shit, Laura, 51 episodes. If you can't tell, I'm like the proper one, and Nikki <laughs> is not politically correct, not Nikki. Shocking to everybody that listens to us, I'm sure. Yes, shocking.
0: Of course, you know, all my talk about bourbon, nobody can see what you're swigging in the background.
1: Yeah, well, you know, it only happens when we're recording a podcast. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. So yeah, we did. We we recorded 51 episodes and I you know, I think it's really important to remember that when you set a goal for yourself, you don't need to completely beat yourself up about it if you don't achieve that goal, right? right. You can still push yourself forward with those goals and you'll take actions that you wouldn't normally have taken if you didn't have the goal. So I think if you just taken those small steps, it's important to celebrate them. And I know we had a whole episode all about celebrating your wins, mm-hmm. um, which I think is is a great one to listen to. But just know that because, you know, we didn't reach every single goal we set, we reached a lot of them that we wouldn't have otherwise. So we, we got to celebrate. We those. did.
0: And and in doing that, we may not have reached the specific goal we spoke about, but we've tried a whole lot of new things and learned a whole lot of new skills. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So let's let's list some of the individual accomplishments that we've had over the past year. Yeah, sure. Nikki,
1: tell me about what you've done in the past year.
0: Well, one thing that I did, which was super fun, is um, so I've taught some workshops before, but um, mm-hmm. only locally, either in my studio or at Ephemera Paducah the local workshop space that uh, we interviewed my friend and client, Kristen Williams about. Right. um, Which we'll link to that episode too. But anyway, so I've taught locally, but this past summer back in August, I co-taught a workshop in Portland, Oregon, Mm -hmm. which by the way, made podcasting a real challenge.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Note, if you're ever going to travel and podcast, make sure you have an awesome internet connection. Yes. (laughs)
0: Yes. <laughs> and I'll be working on that for something I'll talk more about in the, later in this episode, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I also had, um, over the past six months, I've had three open studio sales. Awesome. Um, where where I invited people into my studio to just buy. I kind of had like a one day only discount on some of the art that I make and some of my prints. Cool. And um I sold a whole lot of art and products, Mm -hmm. um, as well as selling work locally in shops. Um, So I had a really good year of sales that way. Mm -hmm. I launched several really good size client websites, Mm -hmm. plus the podcast website in the last year um, that I'm really, really proud of. And I'll link to some of those, too.
1: And I love Just, our podcast website. You did such an awesome job with it. Thank
0: you. Me too. I like it. I like it a lot. It's different from a lot of what I do because I don't normally use that much
1: color, but it's know, so but
0: fun. <laughs> it's so
1: fun. I love all the bright colors and yeah, yeah. Thanks. And there's there's so many great resources on there and you've done a great job with it.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, what else have I done this year? Oh, I was um, I'm on the I'm on the board of directors for a local nonprofit art center, the Yeiser Art Center. Um cool. here in Paducah. And in the last couple months, I was elected vice president of the board. So nice. that's super fun. And also that's one of the websites I launched in the last year that I'm super proud of too. Cool. Um, and mm-hmm. another thing I'm super excited about is I got my first official licensing gig, which we talked about an episode or two ago. Right. Um with mixed tiles art. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm
1: so thrilled about. Yes. You have your beautiful state flower and insects on there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So far, so far, but I'll be adding more too. Yes. Um, And I have another big, exciting licensing job that I can't wait to announce. I can't talk about it yet, mm-hmm. but um, I'll give a little hint that when I say big, I mean like three or four stories high
1: wow (laughs) i can't wait to hear about
0: that one i have a meeting about that tomorrow in fact awesome so yeah so i can't wait to be able to announce that and show photos of it when it when it actually happens very cool so yeah so even though i didn't do all the things i committed to i did a really good number of projects that i'm really proud of Mm -hmm. what about you laura what have you worked on in the last year that you're
1: proud of So in the last year, uh, because of the pandemic, I did shift a lot of my in-person workshops to Zoom live workshops. So I had to kind of navigate that and learn how to, you know, film things a certain way and like manage all of that. And I don't have a virtual assistant, so I'm kind of doing it all myself. So um, I was able to move my Copic workshops to that platform. Um, And then after years of wanting to like officially teach online, not only Mm -hmm. did I complete that first class, but as you mentioned, I completed a second one and um, I am now really comfortable with doing all that fancy stuff in Premiere Pro video editing, Mm -hmm. like pop up text and pics and transitions and (laughs) B-roll, like all the things. And that used to be just super, super intimidating to me, like the technology of it, like, oh, I'm never going to be able to figure that out on my own. Um, and so that was just awesome to get at a comfort level. And it doesn't mean that it's easy. It's still like time consuming and it still takes a ton of work and, you know, a lot but you of got the hang of it and you're doing a beautiful, beautiful job. Thank you. Yeah, I know. I know how to do it now and I feel comfortable with the process. Mm-hmm. And also you're getting more comfortable
0: being on camera by doing that. Now it's yeah. one thing when you can edit it later, but I think all that practice being on camera should help with your wanting to to post on
1: Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Doing the talking head videos, mm-hmm. they are probably the most difficult part for me is the talking yeah. head videos, just, yeah. you know, getting it right. And oh, um, I get it. There's a lot of takes. But yes. Um now I did have some filming challenges and we'll talk about challenges in a little bit. Um because yes. that's you know the filming challenges also impact the, um, the podcast a little bit as well. Um, but let's see, what else have I done? I created around 50 new pieces of artwork on my iPad. Awesome. Yes. And I finished a gouache and watercolor sketchbook, which has been really fun. I mean, that's an accomplishment in itself, because I'm not sure I've ever
0: filled a sketchbook. i tend to start them and fill a, you know i mean i'm lucky if i fill half of it before i set it aside and then Mm -hmm. get another brand new shiny sketchbook so just that you finished one is an accomplishment
1: it's such a great feeling (laughs) to flip through it and like get to the end and not have blank pages because like you i have many that i've started that i haven't finished but i did actually finish one yay um i am launching my first ornaments collection for the holiday season Awesome. I probably have more paint on my hands this week than ever made it on the ornaments. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's been kind of a, a hot mess, but, um, but it's super fun and I'm really enjoying the process. So I'm excited. Can you sell your hands? I know. Couldn't I? Like, they're so pretty when they're all full of color, but... <laughs> It'd be hard to make more art if you sell your hands. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, messy, too. <laughs> anyway... So, um, let's see what else I, um, you know, I launched a new website late last year and I have been managing all the technology around my website. It's a WordPress website with Divi. Mm -hmm. Um, I have had all of my downloadable class assets from Skillshare flow through my website as well. Um, so I've kind of figured out all the tech, um, on how to do that. And you've done a great job. Thank you. And um, you've been my advisor on occasion, but <laughs> I will say a majority of it I've done on my own.
0: You absolutely have. I'm, I'm impressed with how much you figured out on your own and had very few questions. I kept offering, but you pretty much had it figured
1: out. So I think for any of our listeners who are really nervous about that aspect, like the technology aspect, I love that quote from Marie Forleo everything is figure outable. Like mm-hmm. and Google's your best friend. You know, it's kind of yes. both of those phrases. But yes, you can really figure out just about anything if you if you kind of dedicate yourself to it and just research and dig in and experiment. So um, and you can almost always find a Skillshare class on whatever it is you want to learn. Yes. Yes. Skillshare and, and YouTube. Yeah. Yes. YouTube is also my friend now.
0: I believe you also did one
1: other really huge thing. I did. So this, (laughs) so this year, um, a few months back, I began a new full-time gig as a finance manager, supporting a major brand partnership while continuing all of my other passions. So, um, that has been, you know, it's, it's a challenge just like, um, anyone has in prioritizing, right? Like learning, learning how to prioritize, um so we'll talk a little bit more about the challenges but I'm really excited. I'm loving my new gig um and I happen to be somebody who is dual-brained, Nikki. So I'm very left-right-brained and I mm-hmm. have to kind of be balanced like I have to do the analytical stuff and the artistic and mm-hmm. music and all those things. So um it does help balance me out and Hey, it also helps to have a paycheck to support all of my habits. Uh, yeah,
0: pay, paychecks <laughs> are nice.
1: <laughs> and it's, you know, allowing me to continue to pursue um, all the avenues with my art and also, you know, being able to make money um, at all of my art endeavors at the same time, but with a little bit less pressure.
0: Congratulations on that. Uh, it's And I'm really proud of your ability to take on a big new job like that and still manage to find time to work on the podcast, create your Skillshare classes and make some art. Cause I know that when I started working at IBM, I let everything else fall away. I stopped making art for a really long time. So I'm impressed with your ability to balance that. I think, I think if I had to do that again now being a little bit older and Mm -hmm. more comfortable in knowing more about myself and how I work, I probably could do a better job of balancing it now than I did yeah. uh, in 1997 when I started working for IBM. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm really proud
1: of your ability to do that. So that's really impressive. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. It's still a balancing act, but you know, I'm learning.
0: Of course. But what you've stopped doing, I think maybe is sleeping. <laughs> probably. So maybe you should
1: try to work, work (laughs) some more of that into your schedule. Yes. For my health, I need to get a little bit more sleep in my schedule. I recommend it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Nikki, let's talk a little bit about our challenges. So those were some of our accomplishments this past year. Let's talk about some of the challenges.
0: Um, all right. So I have, I have a big challenge going on right now because I am currently in the process of selling my house And in fact, just last weekend, I moved. Mm. So that means that for the past several months, I've been going through everything I own and packing and getting rid of stuff and having a sale and another sale and um, trying to do all of that while um, fitting in all the work that I have to do, client work and artwork and and then, especially planning, recording, and releasing this podcast, it's it's a lot to try to squeeze in.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, moving, moving, like selling and moving all your stuff and doing all of that is a full time job. And then you have a full time job as uh-huh. a freelancer, and uh-huh. then the podcast is a full time job. So yep. you know, it's a yep. lot.
0: Yep. And then also, right in the middle of that process, I actually had to um, put my fourteen year old dog Cody to sleep. I'm so, so sorry. Nikki. Yeah, that was like two, two or three weeks ago. And yeah, we won't dwell on that, but we it's super sad. That.
1: My my dog is 14 as well. So yeah, you know, I'm just enjoying every moment that I have. And you are an awesome dog mama. And we'll just say that he was a lucky dog.
0: Thank you. Aw, thanks. Thanks. Anyway, so I believe you've had quite a few um, good size challenges as well this past year.
1: Yeah, so earlier this year, my mother ended up having three major surgeries. Um, but I'm very happy to report that she is doing absolutely great. Um, but you know, that that was something that I think um, kind of sidetracked things a little bit.
0: Well, um, you ended up having to go travel, what is she, three three hours away from you? Four about four and a half hours. Well, so I'm thankful that it's not too far. Yeah. So you ended up having to travel several
1: times to to be with her, your family. Yeah. And it's not just that. It's just sort of the the mental aspect of it, too. Of course. Right. Because like, it's always in the back of your head, you know. Right. Because, um, you right. know, you you love your mom. So you only want the best. But she's doing great. But she's doing great. So. Um, so, yeah. Um, so she's doing great now. And then. Um, OK, so everybody knows I live next to an airport in Dallas, <laughs> Texas. And when I say next to I'm five minutes from their front door. And right now they happen to be renovating the far runway away from me, which means that every two and a half minutes or so, there is an airplane going right over the roof of my place. (laughs) (laughs) Which means
0: we pause in our recording every two and a half minutes and Laura says plane and then we just. Twiddle our thumbs for a minute and <laughs>
1: <laughs> wait two and a half minutes for the next one. Right, right. Um, yeah, so that has been really challenging. And with audio, it's a little bit easier because you can stop and you know cut out parts where mm-hmm. you don't want that to be in your audio. But when you're doing video recording you you kind of have to like pause. You don't want those awkward cuts in video. So you end up like having to pause and like not move (laughs) for like a minute and then start talking again, which is really difficult. And so what I ended up doing in my last class, I'll be honest, I filmed almost all the videos between midnight and 5 a.m. Ugh. Um, it was kind of ridiculous, but that was when it was quiet and I was able to, to get that work done. Now I'm not recommending anybody else do this <laughs> because as we just said, sleep is important. Sleep is very important for our health, but, um, but that's what I ended up doing, um, a, a lot and that it was a bit of a sacrifice, but I am happy, really, really happy with how this last class turned out. um, and, you know, as we mentioned before, it's also tough sort of managing a full-time job and editing a weekly podcast and editing videos for online classes and planning my Zoom workshops when I have those. So I'm learning how to prioritize all over again because I still want to do all the things. Uh, teach me. Yeah, it's it's hard, but you just have to learn, you know, how, how to... Um, how to know when something's good enough. And I'm still learning that, Nikki. Okay, so with all the wins and
0: challenges that you've had in the past year, Laura, what have you learned about yourself?
1: Well, I don't think this is necessarily new, but I'm definitely <laughs> a, I'm definitely a perfectionist. Um, no. <laughs> and as I mentioned, having the Teach Corps, I'm part of the Teach Corps at Skillshare and having a deadline of when my class needed to be uploaded was kind of awesome for me because... I'm learning that done is better than perfect, uh-huh. um, even though I submitted that class at 10.55 PM and it was due at 11. <laughs> like, of course, Wait, I was tweaking. 10.55? You had five minutes to spare? I did have five minutes to spare. Look
0: at me. It wasn't 10.59. <laughs> the old Laura would have done it at 10.59.
1: <laughs> yeah. So having, having those deadlines has helped. And, you know, just getting to that point where I realize done is better than perfect, because the things that I want to tweak are things that don't matter. Like they don't matter to anybody else. But me, I'm the one that's going to notice them and nobody else yeah, is going to notice. them. Nobody else is going to notice the things you do, especially
0: with your special ears. Yes. Everyone, <laughs> I have special ears. Yes. Which is good for podcast editing. <laughs> I'm sure we've talked about your special ears on the podcast before, <laughs> because Laura is She's an amazing podcast editor. I'm so glad that we have her to handle the audio because she hears things that I can't I can't hear. I think this sounds great. And she's like, no,
1: we have to fix this and this and that. But somewhere somewhere in between us is the perfect balance, as always. Yes, as always. That's a great thing about having a co-host on a podcast. They can help balance you out that way. Yeah, absolutely. You certainly do an amazing job with the graphics and website design and the audiograms and all of that. So thank you. Thank you. It it works out well. Yeah. What about you, Nikki? So what are some of the things that you've kind of learned about yourself? Well, okay. one of the things that I've learned about myself,
0: which we talked about back in it was episode 26 when we were talking about making time for art. Mm -hmm. And really, I kind of already knew this, but didn't have the word for it. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that I'm an obliger, which means that I will accomplish anything that I promise to someone else, Mm. but not what I promise to myself. Okay. so I'm still working on learning how to, you know, work around that. Um, Mm -hmm. But like having the accountability of this podcast and working with you, Laura, really helps. But yeah, I need to figure out how to keep commitments that I make to myself the way I keep commitments to other people?
1: Yeah, that that is a tough one. Um, And I'm feeling that same pressure right now. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if we talk about big life changes that are happening in both of our lives. Um, So for me, it's been starting this new day job and sort of balancing all of that. And I'd say if I've learned anything from COVID, my natural tendencies are like you, Nikki, a bit to be an obliger. Mm -hmm. And I'm learning that I have to set boundaries for myself and my work to ensure that I maintain some balance and don't lose sight of the goals that I have. Otherwise, I would just sit at my day job and work all day and all night long trying to meet someone's goals. Um, And so I plan to continue to teach, which I love, to create both digital and traditional artwork, both for just the sheer joy, the process, as well as selling it and also creating this podcast for like-minded people.
0: I got to say, Laura, if you ask me, which you didn't, (laughs) you're more of an upholder. And what we're talking about is um, the four tendencies, which are about how you how you deal with commitments. Right. And um, so to me, you're more of an upholder, which means that you'll follow through on external and internal commitments. So I think you do a much better job than I do of meeting your own deadlines and
1: and other people's. I mean, you're you're probably right, because I'm harder on myself than other people are on me. Um, and I'll meet my own deadlines. But that's to the detriment of my sleep cycle. <laughs> right. And that's probably why I don't meet my own deadlines is because
0: I'm not willing to give up sleep. Well, you shouldn't be. I need to be a little bit more like you, Nikki. Uh, well, in that way, <laughs> probably not many others. <laughs> Okay, so I have one other really big life change coming up yeah. that that I need to share because we've been teasing about it and hinting about it and I'm really excited about putting this out there so I can start sharing all the details. I mentioned that I just moved and mm-hmm. um, and I'm selling my house, but I didn't really talk much about why. But here's what I'm about to do. I am currently looking for a school bus, an old school bus to buy and to convert it into um, like an RV to live and travel in. I feel like we need a sound effect here. <laughs> We do like maybe the sound of a bus backing up or something.
1: <laughs> I think it's amazing. I think it's amazing what you're doing. And um, and I also think it's amazing in the short last few months how you've made this decision for yourself and just have been able to like let go of so much, you know, and just to clear out your house and move. And like once you made the decision that this is what you wanted to do, it was like gung ho Don't get Nikki's way, man. She is on a mission.
0: Well, thank
1: you. Now,
0: depending on your perspective, that is either a great quality of mine or a big flaw of mine. And (laughs) if you're my parents, you think, oh, God, Nikki's doing something impulsive and stupid again. (laughs) Maybe not stupid, but a little off the wall for sure. Okay. Well, I'm a finance girl and I have to say you won't have a mortgage. Yay. You, I won't have a mortgage. I won't have, um, an electric bill. (laughs) Yeah. I will, I will have to sometimes buy propane and I'll spend a lot of money on diesel, but yeah, the idea is to save a lot of money, but, um, but yeah, so some people will call it crazy. Some people will call it like a special skill of mine that, um, Well, first of all, I love change. You know, so many Mm -hmm. people are scared of change and I thrive on it. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, what sounds impulsive to a lot of people, they don't know the amount of thinking and planning that I've been doing before I bring it up. So it may, it may sound like I just had the idea a
1: couple of months ago and now,
0: oh my God, I'm selling my house and doing it. But I've been thinking about this for a couple of years
1: yeah and you've put a ton and ton of thought into it, oh, yeah, and you're gonna get to design a brand new space like to your specs, and yeah,
0: yeah it's super super exciting, but yeah, it's a lot of big changes, and it's a lot of it's a lot of really hard decisions because, as we may have mentioned, I'm not a
1: minimalist, <laughs> <laughs> but you're more of a minimalist than I am, I have to say, I think
0: uh i don't think so, <laughs> I think you have more art supply. no, you don't <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I do after your studio sale,
0: well, yes, yes, now that I've gotten rid of I mean I probably got got rid of half the books that I have and half the art supplies, but I still have way more than can fit in a bus yeah um i'm I'm living temporarily in a small studio apartment above my sister's garage that she's been Airbnb for the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. And thank you, Nikki sister. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you, Sandy. If you're looking around, um, the apartment, it looks like, yeah, pretty minimal. You could fit that in a bus, but I've also filled up half of her two and a half car garage. (laughs) So although I did a big purge and sale, I have to do another round or two of it, you know? Right. Right. Um, so there's still, there's still a lot to do, but it's so freaking exciting, but it's going to have some challenges too, because I had a I had a, I had a 550 square foot art studio in my house, Mm -hmm. 550. My bus is probably going to have a total of maybe 180
1: square feet of living and working space. Oh my gosh. Wait, wait, wait. And there's animals involved, right? Oh, and I
0: have, uh, and I have a 70 pound dog and a cat. Wow. Yes. But, um, but it's super fun challenge for me trying to figure out how to fit like, Working office computer space and um, art studio space mm-hmm. and podcasting space. <laughs> and by the way, something a lot of people don't put in a bus, a bathtub. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, I really kind of want to know how this bathtub situation is going to work out because that is just beyond my understanding in a bus. So there there are certain things that I feel like I have to
0: have because I don't want it to feel like I'm roughing it. I want it to feel like this is my home and it has Mm -hmm. everything that I really need. Um, But I'm willing to give up other things. Like a lot of people want a big spacious kitchen with lots of, you know, counter space and a big
1: stove. And, and I don't need that. I I'm going to have a really, really small kitchen Well, couldn't you buy something like a big flat panel you can put over the tub and just, you know, chop your vegetables on that or something or? (laughs) Uh,
0: Theoretically, yes. (laughs) But um, when I get to that point, I'll have to share my uh, my floor plans and my design for things um, on our website and in our Facebook group. But um, I'll definitely be sharing it all on Instagram, too. But I'm also having a lot of fun designing my studio space, my workspace. Um, I don't need a lot of people put like a big couch or even Mm -hmm. two rows of couches that fold out into another bed. And I don't need that much living space. Um, I need workspace more than living space. So I'm going to have like maybe a loveseat size seating area and the rest Mm -hmm. of that will be full of like work surfaces and storage for art supplies and
1: Nice. Super fun to think of. Oh, well, I'm excited to see the floor plans. I think yeah. it's going to be so cool to watch it unfold. And um, but, you know, I have questions like, where do you park a school bus? <laughs> 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 like you can't just randomly park it anywhere like you have to go certain places. This could be a whole nother spin-off podcast, but
0: other people are already podcasting about it. Mm-hmm. But um, but, you know, you learn you learn what to do. So I've learned the word boondocking. don't know what that means which means being totally off grid and like parking out in the wild somewhere not at a campground Mm. or um and i'll have the ability to do that because i will be completely
1: solar and self-contained okay one one other question like yeah what about the bathroom situation (laughs) like composting toilet (laughs) okay whatever that means does it does that mean it doesn't stink it doesn't
0: stink Okay, And I mean, I mean, I could go into as much detail as you want about how it. there's a urine diverter and the uh, number one and number two go into separate areas and you use peat moss to turn your stuff into compost.
1: I think it's TMI. <laughs> I think it's TMI. Let's just go with it doesn't stink. It doesn't stink. If All you right. take
0: care of it, it doesn't
1: stink. All right.
0: Anyway, I mean... Obviously, I could go on and on and on about this forever. (laughs) Yes, we could have a three hour long podcast about it. It will. (laughs) We really could. And I'm sure it will come up again and again, especially as one of the big challenges I'm going to have is um, continuing to podcast.
1: With a stable Internet connection. Yeah.
0: Well, that's going to be my biggest splurge on this project i'm going to save money in a lot of places but i am going to splurge on the best possible mobile internet that i can mm-hmm. have because it's super important to me for my my job and for this podcast so mm-hmm. i will not be sacrificing internet yeah. at all and i'm going to make sure that i build in a space on the bus that it has it's not going to be soundproof but some you know decent hello fort yeah, pillow fork.
1: <laughs> We're going to make it happen, y'all. We're going to make it happen. Bat-
0: bathtub slash podcast booth.
1: <laughs> now, this does need to be on Instagram. because
0: just... Oh, there will be pictures.
1: There will be pictures of everything, I promise. <laughs> I'm really excited. So, yes, know that this podcast will be thriving and continue to thrive. Um, and we're we're really, really excited. And we're going to um, talk a lot more about that in our next episode and what some of our plans are for the podcast as we look back on this past year and as we look forward to the things that we're really, really excited about bringing to you.
0: Oh, yeah. And we have some really, really exciting things that we are just in the the dreaming brainstorming phase of that. I think you guys are all going to really, really be excited about and, um, and yeah, so we can't wait to, to tease you quite a bit before we tell you all about it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Now it's your turn. Do you have any questions for us that we haven't answered? Or do you have any accomplishments to share or lessons learned or big life changes in the works for you? We'd love to hear all about them in our Facebook group and on Instagram at Stardust Society. For today's Stardust Society show notes, go to startussocietycom
0: slash updates. If you've enjoyed today's episode, we'd love for you to leave us a five-star rating and review. Reviews help us reach more startists like you and keep us inspired to continue creating new episodes. In fact, we have a great new review that
1: we'd like to read for you right now. This one comes from Sylvia Volpe via Apple Podcasts, my most favorite creative podcast. Laura and Nikki created one of the best creative podcasts out there for me, the best. As well as sharing their own experience in their creative journeys, they invite guests and do interviews and give fantastic insights and tips on being a creative entrepreneur. They're fun and make you feel like you're not alone in your creative path. In fact, they have a fantastic Facebook group where all the starters can join and feel part of a community. I really enjoy listening to their podcast. Thank you, Laura and Nikki. You're doing a fantastic job and I'm so grateful I found your show. Sylvia, thanks so much for your feedback. We love having you as a part of our community. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.
0: (laughs) Rocket, rocket, hush. Rocket, I'm recording a podcast. This scene did not call for a barking pit bull.